Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Unraveling. I'm Erin McGuire. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit to you about anxiety. When I started going to therapy a couple years ago, basically, they told me I had anxiety disorder. And I think I was still in denial, maybe, even though if you asked me if I have anxiety, I would say yes. I just thought it was common. I thought everybody had that. And I probably didn't know how bad it was. I certainly didn't know how bad it was until probably the last eight months or so, as I've really been unraveling that for myself and how much it's been controlling me, controlling my business. Like when I would work, it would be like, oh, if you don't do this, ah, there'd just be this like sense of of pressure and of doom and gloom. And like I had to do the thing right this second. And in my relationship, the anxiety was there. Friendships, you know, even if I would meet somebody new, it's like I would come home and be like, oh, I wonder if when I said this, if they thought that way about me. And, oh, I really shouldn't have said that. I hope they didn't take that the wrong way. And kind of just analyzing stuff over my over and over in my head. Um, as I became more and more aware of these patterns, it became harder to almost harder to function in the world because I didn't know how to. I didn't even know how to run my business without anxiety being present. Obviously, I know how to be in a relationship without anxiety, but I didn't realize that certain things that were happening were making me anxious. It's almost like I'd learned, like that had become me. And I know if, for those of you that suffer from anxiety, you can probably resonate with that. You probably know what I'm talking about. It's like it had, I didn't know who I was outside of it. And I'm still unraveling that. It's been a really long process for me of coming out of this pressurized place that I have put myself in. Um, I know I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, but Growing up the way that I did, I learned to achieve and put pressure on myself to achieve and get things done in order to, quote unquote, be successful, whatever that looked like for me at the time. And because that's how I got recognition, that's how I got attention from caregivers, from the people around me, from adults, whoever I was needing it from. So I really began associating that my value, my worth comes in what I do for others, in how I show up, in what I achieve. And so there was constant pressure 
a lot of it was like completely unknown to me, like in my unconscious. It started becoming more and more conscious, but I was still unaware of how it was running me. And just constant pressure, constant pressure to perform, constant pressure to achieve. And so slowing down felt like death. And I started feeling this, you know, when I was started doing really deep nervous system healing work. And that's why I created my nervous system reset program and my transforming trauma program, which includes the nervous system reset, because I see how important it is to heal the nervous system, to learn how to regulate yourself. I don't know if we ever truly heal the nervous system. I think we do. Yeah, I guess we could say we do. Because basically, when you have anxiety, you're stuck in a flight response. So those are the constant doers, or as my friend Katie calls them, the captain doot-to-doos. <laughs> I just love that um, because it, it brings lightness to a heavier topic, right? But um, she said it was somebody's maid calls um, people that can't stop doing things. So your flight response people, your anxious type, your type A's, your perfectionists, your people pleasers, they all fit into that category. Your pressurized people. We are Captain Doot-to-Do's. And that's different as we discussed. I have two friends from college named Katie. We all went to Chicago a few weekends ago. And we discussed the difference between being a fiddle fart and a Captain Doot-to-Do. And a fiddle, fiddle farting is when you are just mindlessly going about tasks. Like there's no purpose. You're just kind of like organizing some papers or you're, you know, playing with some paints or you're putting organizing some different things together or you're reading through a book, which leads to another book, which leads to some research, that's kind of fiddle farting. There's no, it's aimless. There's no purpose. Being a captain dude to do means you, there is a purpose. It's like, I got to get the dishes done because kids are getting home. Then I got to get dinner ready. And then I got to do this. And then I have to start the laundry. And then I have to run to the bank. And then I have to go here. And blah, 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 blah. it's like the, there's a constant list of to do's running. And you're always five steps ahead of the next thing. That's how I work. And I don't think that's necessarily bad. I'm, I'm working on negotiating that within myself because sometimes when I'm in that go mode, I, I like to know what's coming up. Like at our retreat a couple weekends ago, I planned things out, you know, and I was like, okay, next I know that I've got to go to this room. I got to make sure it's ready to go. Then I have to go here and I got to grab this. And sometimes it, it it's, it can be a bit rough because it's, it, there's a lot going on in my mind, but I also, those are things that needed to get done so that we could stay on track. So it's kind of a, a learning experience for yourself. It's figuring out what works and what doesn't work. But knowing that if you've got this task master attitude, this captain do to do attitude, it's taking you out of the present moment because you are in the future planning. So that can lead to burnout. And that's certainly been the case for me. It's when we've got these chronic 
pressurized places, you know, that you're putting your physical body under that pressure too. And so eventually it's, it's going to lead to issues. And it certainly did for me, as I talk about and hear a lot about chronic fatigue. So I have days where I feel like I can't do anything. And those are the days where I really listen to my body and I try not to do anything. And on the days when I have more energy, then I get more into captain do to do mode and I try to get more things done. But I'm not, I'm no longer forcing myself on the days my body tells me to stop. And in the past, I would. In the past, I'd get upset at myself like, why can't other people do this? And I can't. Other people are working right now and I can't. What, you know, and I would beat myself up about it. Super not helpful. (laughs) Now I just let myself have what I need. And understand that it might be, I might need more rest than other people. I might need more time away from people. You know, my system is sensitive. And I have to honor that. I have to honor what my body needs. It's always talking to me. So it's been a really long journey of unraveling anxiety. I'm not going to say I'm there yet. But I have learned so much about taking the pressure off pulling down the pressure valve that has been stuck on on for maybe my entire life. And when you do that, you allow your body to heal. And then it has to kind of go through this period of time. And you go through this period of time where you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. Kind of like a little void or like being in the cocoon going from the caterpillar to the cocoon. Sometimes we're in, we can go in and out of cocoons and sometimes we're in a cocoon for a while and it feels really uncomfortable. And then we get sparks of ideas of what's next to do and we take steps forward with that. But the real mission, the real quest becomes, can you sit in the cocoon without trying to do things? And for most people, that is excruciating, especially if you have beliefs like I did, wrapped up in your value comes from what you do for others. But I guarantee you, those beliefs are not serving you anymore. It takes real courage to resist the need to be doing things all the time. It takes real courage to rest. It takes real courage to go against what everybody else is doing and to honor your own path and your own energy levels and your body. So my path through unraveling anxiety has been really hard. I'm not going to lie because I really, there have been some weeks even recently where I just feel like I'm walking around like a blob, like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing because I even stopped doing social media 
Again, I did that back in January when I was traveling, but I just did it recently because I had this constant voice in my head being like, you should be doing this. You should be making a reel right now. You should be creating content. You should be blah, 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 blah. And it was like constantly shooting on me. And I'm like, I can't do this. I just stopped. I never would have stopped like that in the past. I just would have kept, I would have kept on with the shoulds going through my mind. I would have kept on beating myself up that I should be doing more. And that's not fair. That's not fair to me. It's not fair to treat myself that way. And it's not fair for you to treat yourself that way. We wouldn't, neither one of us, you or I, would not treat people that we love like that. We wouldn't say those things to them. You need to be doing more. You're not doing enough. Keep going. That's still not enough because there's there's never going to be an end to that. That never ends. There will, there will always be more things to do. So I stopped social media for a while and that felt really weird because even though I wasn't necessarily shooting on myself for content creation. I was shooting on myself for other things in my business. So I'm just finding ways to make it work for me and to make it be more fun and more easy and more enjoyable and less pressurized. And that's what I highly recommend for you. So I hope this resonated for you. I do have something new coming out. It's a group program. I also will be doing this work one-on-one, and it's called From Pressure to Pleasure. And it's all about unraveling, putting so much pressure on yourself, and really being present to what you need and beginning to heal these states of dysregulation that we get stuck in. So stay tuned for that. Message me on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at Pure Light Healing. If you are interested in that, you can get on the wait list. That should be out sometime in May. I'm very excited for that. And it's just, it's time to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves. I see such correlations to this, you know, in my own life, but also in in clients too, of putting pressure on themselves, being perfectionists or people pleasers or procrastinators, and then putting all the pressure on performers, putting all the pressure on and then getting some sort of chronic illness or autoimmune disorder. And they're connected because we can't live in a state of stress and control and rigidity without our cells eventually starting to break down. And so disease starts to happen. That's what happened for me. It's also because I was stuck in dysregulation, but that's the same thing. What I just said, what I listed out there is dysregulation. So we have to heal our nervous systems and our mindsets and realign ourselves to more peacefulness and more pleasure in life. So message me if you're interested. I hope this was helpful. If you go on my Instagram, I give you a video of a of some techniques you can use. I can't show you because they're somatic ways you touch different parts of your body, like holding your forehead, holding your heart is one of them. You can do that right now. If you struggle with anxiety, that's a really good one. Or tapping at your heart center. But if you go on my Instagram, there's several videos uh, that I've made showing you different techniques. 
Hope this was helpful for you. If you're in the middle of unraveling anxiety, I feel you. I understand how that feels. You probably feel like an imposter, like who are you? You don't even know yourself. I so get it. I'm so there with you. And just know you're not alone and know that this too shall pass. There are some ways to move through that with ease. Reach out to me if you need that support. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.